Today's episode is brought to you by Unionizing and Vanilla Coke. It's the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That? The podcast that wants to know why you know so much about that very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I always ask you this. I know, and I've never said thank you, and that's r- rude Aww. of me. Aww. So whatever episode this is, who knows? That's nice. Um, just it, thank you for of, asking. Is it one of those hashtag national friend days? Is that why? No, it national, could be. National thank you day or something? Um, earlier this year, my sister tagged me in a photo and said, happy hashtag national sibling day, love you both, and it was a picture of me and my brother and her at my aunt's wedding. And then when I went into like memories, she posted word for word with the same photo, the same thing a year earlier. No. Happy hashtag national siblings day, love you both, same photo. So of course I commented and was like, you posted exactly the same thing a year ago. I can't believe, change it up. Yeah, just one thing. And then she texted me other photo options and I felt bad. She's trying, yeah, and she's... we're mercilessly making fun of her. Yeah, but also she should know better. Thank you. I think everybody needs an older brother to bully them like the right amount. Yes, and I think I did that. Um, every now and then, when I meet folks who are only children, I think to myself like, "Oh gosh, you didn't either have to a bully someone younger than you into doing what needed to be done, and b you were not bullied." Yeah. Um, within your own home, and I just there's a moment where I go like, "Oh, it's like it's it's not." anything terrible it's just like hmm. yeah. i wish you had to, i wish everybody got to experience that just Be- a little bit who's going to teach you not to go to school in eighth grade wearing matching tapered sweatpants and sweatshirts who's gonna get in a pirate fight with you on the twin bed and then accidentally jump too hard and then you fall off and you break your arm exactly everybody should have that <laughs> i guess <laughs> i get. i guess um, you know All what? right, well, speaking of pirate fights and breaking arms. <laughs> Great seg. Great seg, you. Steve. Thank you. These are um, only getting better. I would say that pirates can be mighty mm. and powerful. Yeah. Which is why... Um, <laughs> we brought on our guest today, who's, who's, <laughs> who's going to mercilessly make fun of us the way a sibling should. Exactly. Uh, he is the co-host of Spanish A Keep Presents, Inside the Disney Vault, and This is What Democracy Pod's Like. Please welcome our guest, Oscar Montoya. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. National hashtag uh, siblings. No, <laughs> wait, I, I messed that up. <laughs> Happy hashtag National Siblings Day. National hashtag that. Happy Siblings <laughs> yeah. Day. No matter when, I feel like it is. I feel exactly. Like, I feel like it's always uh, Siblings Day and Best Friends Day and Pets Day. Like, and like a donut you're... day some, yeah. somewhere. Yeah, donut, pizza, grilled mm-hmm. cheese, one of them, beer. There are so many pizza days, I feel. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they started breaking them up into like sausage pizza. So like bi-weekly, pizza, I think. Pepperoni yeah. pizza, <laughs> white pizza. Like they're really just breaking them down so that everybody gets one. It's like, tr- it's like giving kids trophies. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> that argument. <laughs> Barbecue chicken pizza is just like, where's my day? <laughs> I mean, I've said it once. Um, representation matters. <laughs> Only once. <laughs> 
You've said it once and never again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Oscar, thank you so much for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me. Uh, we're very excited to get into today's topic. Oh, boy. Which is, which, I mean, I don't think they have a national holiday, but, I, but they probably should. There's enough fans for this. I'm it's, sure they have, like, a national, I'm sure there's, like, a city that named them a day, gave them a day or ooh, something. I like, don't cities do that? Yeah. Some cities do that, yeah. If a city was going to do that, it would definitely be... Um, Anaheim, which is where the club for that was, which I was a member of. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. All right, we're coming back to that. <laughs> uh, the club that he's referring to is for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, which is the original Power Rangers series that uh, was introduced in the US mm -hmm. with three seasons. Mm -hmm. um, and was adapted off of a Japanese TV series whose name I'm going to completely fuck Super up. Super Sentai Q-Ranger. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so this version on American TV was uh, actually like... This like what like the sixteenth installment in yes. like the Super Sentai franchise That's right, in yes. Japan. Mm -hmm. So in Japan, this is old hat. But for U.S. kids, this was brand new well, shit. I mean, nothing like that was around before. Like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, it introduced the Western audience to Sentai, which has been going on since the '70s in Japan. And so the Sentai series, series was like every. It's Sentai is essentially like sort of like the mask transformation genre of TV. And that's like a heavy, it's like, you know, if, uh, it's like another like category of like horror, you know, like comedy, you know, that, that'd be a Sentai category, it's its own thing. And every year Super Sentai would change their sort of themes. And this, I think the Q Rangers was the 12th iteration of, or the 16th iteration of the Sentai series. Wow, I didn't wild. realize that Sentai came in like different genres like that. Yes. No, I thought that Power Rangers started it and then everything was a <laughs> ripoff of Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> what are the other uh, Sentai uh, like genres? Well, there's, I mean, there's, uh, there's like, you got your Sentai series and then you got your common writer series which is like in America that was released as the mask writer do you guys remember that show I have a vague 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 memory he of looked this like game. a grasshopper it, he looked like a power ranger but he was a grasshopper riding a motorcycle no okay no, I was thinking I was thinking ghost rider and I was thinking that <laughs> and I was thinking that you didn't know what ghost rider was <laughs> mask rider you know he wears a skull for a mask and, oh Flames coming out of yeah. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you are you talking about Nicolas Cage? <laughs> that, that I was talking about not the comics at all, oh. just the movie. Well, no. I just I meant the actor. Are you, so are you referring to the actor Nicolas Cage? <laughs> well, I wasn't talking about Ghost Rider. I was talking about Ghost Rider. Oh my god, the PBS show. Yeah. Yes. Where that weird little ball would go yes. people around. Yeah. Words. One of uh, one of those kids was on the Real World Philadelphia actor. with. Karamo, who's on Queer Eye. Shut up! Yeah. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Was Karamo out in that season of The Real World? I think he was, because I think Philadelphia was like, look, we have two gay people. Uh -huh. Look what we're doing here. I, I do remember um, watching that season and being obsessed that Hector, I don't know what his real name is, but he, he played Hector on the show Ghost Rider, and I loved that show so I much. And also, Julia Stiles was on Ghost Rider. I thought you were going to say she was on The Real World. Philadelphia. <laughs> Little imagine? known fact. 
How great would that, that she be? Booked Save the Last Dance right away. <laughs> How great would that be if like Larissa Olenek or like somebody like mid-career, like still being in movies, it, like I want to see their perspective on the real world. Sure. I would love that. Uh, one of the fannings should get in on whatever oh real world gosh, is happening now, yes. right? Yeah. Is that show still around? No. No. It's coming back to Facebook. Are you serious? So, no. <laughs> <laughs> because there was, there was a, okay, let me, do you, let me ask you guys: Were you real world, we, uh, real world people, or were you road rules people? Uh, if I had to choose one, is definitely real world. Okay, over road rules. What yeah. about you, Steve? I don't think I can choose. <laughs> um, I'm a all of that person. I still Are watch. You the, I still watch the challenge. Did you watch the challenge? If I was gonna be on this podcast as a guest, I'd probably have to talk about the challenge. You're kidding. Mm-hmm. That's how I know that real world and road rules are no longer. Wait, so then what do they do every season? Because they keep churning them out. Oh. And I'm like, there's no more seasons to take people from. Like, there, oh, where do I begin, <laughs> Oscar? So first, road rules went away, but they were doing Are You The One? So there were a lot of real world people and a lot of Are You The One people. But Shut now, up. starting with, so seasons 30, 31, and 32. There's 30. <laughs> Well, they're on 33 right now (laughs) because Dirty 30, Vendettas, and Final Reckoning were a trilogy. Oh, Oh, yes. So the theme, so to answer your question. Just like Sentai. Yeah. (laughs) But to answer your question of who they're pulling from now, this season is called War of the Worlds because there's... I think there's like 18 people. Nine of them are alumni from the challenge. Like, are you the one? Road rules, real world. And the other half are people just culled from all reality shows all over the world. So there's this guy, Turbo, who won Survivor Turkey. There's uh, Like the slug? Yeah. Like the little (laughs) He's on the challenge. Wait, are you referencing the DreamWorks movie, Turbo? Yeah, Turbo. It's about time someone did. (laughs) Yes, he so won tur- Survivor See, Thailand. this is what I'm talking about. You get like a turbo, like a mid-level yeah. guy yes, in the middle yes, of their exactly, career, and you exactly. get them to come back. Yeah. No, What's the best season of the challenge, in your oh, opinion? Oh, man, one of the, ori- like, the original Battle of the Sexes, or like the first gauntlet. That was when it was back. called the Real World Road, Road Rules Challenge. challenge. Yes, yeah. I, that's when yeah. I watched it. I stopped watching it when it was like they stopped doing Road Rules and Real World. Yeah, like I, I fell off for a while, Johnny Bananas never really did it for me and he's been on, I think, 17 seasons. Yes, I remember that guy. He went home second on this newest one. Ooh. So, yeah. Anyway, this isn't the Steve Talks About the <laughs> but Challenge I podcast. fascinated by this. Well. Do you think Karama would ever do <laughs> the challenge? <laughs> uh, maybe. That would be amazing. Yeah. If just like, listen, I'll go back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too big for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun. paycheck. It's a paycheck, yeah. Um, so Steve knows so much about this, which I- They're I, my Power Rangers. I, yeah. do, I do remember that he knows so much about this, but that he, it's not about him today. It's, it's about, not. It's Ugh. about you. So about all of us. It's about I, all of us. I have to ask you, uh-huh. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, why do you know that? Why do I know Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? It's the best show ever on TV. Um, I have a Power Rangers tattoo. <laughs> as soon as I turned 18, I was like, I'm an adult. I want a Power Rangers tattoo. Um, How many times do you think somebody has said, I'm an adult? I want a Power Rangers tattoo. I think tattoo. that's what I told the tattoo artist. And he looked at me like I was crazy, which, you know, I was. Um, but yeah, I have the logo for the Mighty, specifically Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. 
right? That's like my love, my with, obsession. With the lightning bolts and yeah, such. Right here. <gasps> Ooh. Oh. It's pretty big, actually. So a lot of people think that I am obsessed with either the Flash or Gatorade. Because, <laughs> oh my god. They're not they're not familiar with <laughs> My Morphin Power Rangers logo. And I love it. I love it. When people are like, damn, you like Gatorade? I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I love that those are the only yeah. two options for that tattoo. Because when I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I get it. And like looking at the Power Rangers logo gotcha. and looking mm -hmm. at your tattoo. But uh, just, I thought just... that you love the um, item in Mario Kart that makes everybody little. I mean, I do. I thought you just loved the lightning. And I'm not above getting a tattoo of that either. <laughs> On top of this? <laughs> Exactly. So, it's a light, so that lightning bolt makes the Power the Rangers logo lo yeah. little. <laughs> and then you have to explain this to people at parties and then they walk it's away and you're like, starter, you're like, I where think. are you going? <laughs> you getting cheese puffs? And they're probably going yeah. to get the same tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, but uh, honestly, Mighty Morphin, it came out at a weird, I think it came out in 94, 94, 95. Yes? Uh, I, You're the guest talking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. Uh, it came out in 94. 93, 93. to 94 is oh, okay. when season oh. one started. So um, I uh, came to this country. I'm from Colombia. I'm from South America. I came to this country in 94. And um, I didn't speak any English at all. And for me, uh, you know, I, I, I was trying to, like, assimilate to... Uh, American culture right away and like the biggest thing was Power Rangers so like um, and to me I didn't have to speak the language to enjoy Power Rangers because number one all the suits were very colorful it was like really nice to look at and they were fighting so like you didn't really have to understand what was going on and also the thing that I loved is because is when they talked when they were in their suits they made these like really big gestures so like they sort of like communicated what was happening with their bodies and I was like oh this is easy to understand so for me that was like the biggest way to relate to um, Americans right it's through that specifically through that filter so. through a show adapted from Japanese culture and ain't that ain't that crazy <laughs> ain't that crazy I love that um, I tried asking my dad once because my dad's from Egypt and mm. I was he went to England first and then the US and I asked him something like Oh, during the seven days, were there any shows that like helped you learn English better? And then he rattled off a bunch of stuff that was on BBC at the time that uh -huh. I didn't know. And one of them ended up being like Monty Python's. So then he showed me that when I was a kid. Um, and then at some point, I was like, as I got older, I was like, Oh, did you ever watch Doctor Who? That was like a big one at the time. And he just thought for a second, he's like, That's just that show for the nerds. Oh my. God. God. And he just threw it under the bus. He's like, he's like, people used to gather to watch this in the dorms, and it's just for the nerds. And I was like, wow, I can't believe you're shutting this down. You're an aerospace engineer. This should be up your fucking alley. He's and you're smart, like, but he's not a nerd, Nadia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I love that. I love that this is the thing that helps yeah. you feel like, okay, I can get uh, comfortable and acclimated with that. And I have something to talk about with kids on the playground. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and you know, you, I mean, I think we were all alive for the Power Ranger mania that happened in the mid-90s, yes. you know, and it was wild. Bless it, you for thinking that one of us was. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Bless <laughs> you. Oh, bless. Oh, the retinol is working. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was actually... Um, uh, Haim Saban, who is the creator of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, is from Egypt, so... Uh, 
your dad's also from Egypt, so there's a nice connect there. <laughs> Thank you, Haim. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, Sam. That's my dad. Um, so explain some of the stock footage stuff because mm. so they apparently used stock footage from that first Sentai show and then in the second and third seasons because there are three seasons of yes. uh, MMPR yes. as we can refer to it in mm-hmm. this pod just because it's a long name um, the other stock footage was used from different Sentai shows yes. um, but the costumes were still used for the lead cast. Yeah, so it's a little tricky what happened because when Haim Siman bought the rights for Q Ranger, he was expecting it to be just like, okay, he's gonna do a show, it's gonna last a year, just as long as the Japanese show uh, is because every year they change different, it's a different show every year, you know? So he's like, yeah, I just wanna do that and then that'll be that, that and I'll do something else. Um, However, he wasn't expecting it to be a huge hit in America. And so they were like, we want to see more content. And he's like, truly, I don't have any more content. (laughs) And then they were like, well, can you figure this out? Also, the thing that really bumped up the popularity of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in America is the introduction of the Green Ranger, uh, Tommy Oliver, who, uh, 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 yeah. He was the Green Ranger. And in the Japanese series, the Green Ranger is only in six episodes and he dies in the Japanese show. So they only had enough footage for the Green Ranger to be in six episodes. So they were like, and Ta- the Green Ranger, Tommy Oliver, was supposed to be in it for only the mini miniseries. And then after that, he was going to go, but people became obsessed. I remember this. This was was soap opera. This was serialized. This was a big, this was a big narrative moment. Mm -hmm. Huge, right? I remember it being like split up into five different episodes. And after that, they were like, we have to bring the Green Ranger back. So what they did is they they like really like squeezed as much juice as they could from the little amount of footage. And then they were like, honestly, we don't have any more to show. So then they got rid of the Green Ranger, the Green in the show. Uh, Rita Repulsa summoned the Green Ranger energy by lighting a candle. And as soon as the candle was snuffed, the Green Ranger loses his powers, right? We forget about the Green Ranger. And then the White Ranger mysteriously shows up and everyone is like, who's the White Ranger? Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out Tommy Oliver is the White Ranger. Now the White Ranger is from a different Sentai series completely. So they have to figure out a way to use (laughs) this new White Ranger into old footage of uh, Q Ranger. So what they do is they try to shoot some action sequences using uh, like the actors in America putting on suits or whatever, but the quality is so different and the action scenes are not good. <laughs> this feels like every project I've ever worked on. I was about on. to say, this feels like editing my reel. <laughs> yeah, I, I identify too much with this uh, complication that that arose. Cause like, yeah, what the fuck do you do? Like, you know what? All these, all these uh, solutions, that's, yeah. Solution oriented thinking right yeah. there. Yeah. That that's the kind of shit that they should be like teaching to corporate America. Exactly. Like, do you have a problem? Well, look what they did. And they For still real. made this hit happen. Huge so get hit. your shit together, Pepsi or yeah. whatever. Maybe what they could you have, have a bone done. to pick with Pepsi, huh? <laughs> it's just sugar. It's just it tastes good on the first sip, and then the second sip you're like, ah, am I taking a can of sugar? 
anyway. Is that different from Coke? <laughs> no, <Okay>. not really. <laughs> I can't really do either. I'm a Dr. Pepper person, actually. Oh, me actually. too. Dr. Pepper and root beer. Love Dr. I love Pepper. the spicy sodas. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Barks um, Barks has bite. Mm-hmm. Barks does. Rough, rough. Um, <laughs> Uh, so then after a while, they ran out of footage for the Keo Ranger series entirely. So they were like, we need to figure out what to do now so we can have that seamless transition between one season of uh, uh, a Sentai series to the next season. And so what they did is that they did the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, which introduced that transition from uh, Q Ranger to, I don't remember what the, what the next what the other one was, but that was from a different series entirely where they had the ninja power. Do you remember that? They had the ninja power and then they turned their dinosaurs into lightning thunder swords, which is the frog, the ape, the crane. But this was no longer Mighty Morphin? Not, it's, it was still a Mighty Morphin. I see. This happened during season three. Okay. Yeah, so this was the last season of the Power Rangers when they use completely different Zords, but the same Q Ranger costumes, which is, which was an editing nightmare. I mean, that editor should be in the Editor's Hall of Fame or something, <laughs> if there is such a thing. Editors don't get enough love. I they don't really know. don't. Editing is basically rewriting yeah! for your writers and, and directors. Isn't it like the most essential part of the finished product? It's like everything. It's insane how much editors are sort of left out of the process or just told like, do this, do that. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a very workman-esque position. Ugh, I, think, I think that's how people end up treating people. I try not yeah. to. I try to work really closely with editors yeah. and be like, let's, what do you think? And mm -hmm. get your opinion because you, I'm not the one cutting, you are. Yeah, wow. I'm always deferring. Like, I trust your sense. If that's the take that you thought worked best, like, no, don't make me go through seven other ones. Don't make me look at myself more. Like, take what you think was good. I believe you. You've no reason to make it bad. Um, so, uh, so in the show, mm -hmm. we have these three seasons. Can you run us through for people who are maybe either much older or much younger or weren't mm -hmm. there for the craze the mm -hmm, way we mm -hmm, were? Mm -hmm. um, what what the hell is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Because oh my gosh. It, because if okay. it came on TV now, like I think I would think that it was like, oh, they obviously sold one of those shitty YouTube kid channels to uh, Disney somehow for yes. like dirt cheap because yes. it's pretty lo-fi. Um, the, the special effects are pretty lo-fi. The whole thing's kind of lo-fi. Everything. Obviously because they're cutting in old footage I into mean, this other yeah. stuff. <laughs> so uh, walk us through kind okay. of the basics. So Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is a series, a live action series in which uh, five uh, teenagers with attitude, and, and actually <laughs> that, that's, that's honestly, the there was an open casting call for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and that was the breakdown. They needed teenagers with attitude. That is all they wrote. And then they had this massive casting thing and then they picked. That could have been a good alternate title for the show. <laughs> Just teenagers, teenagers with, with attitude. attitude. I would watch that. Yeah, I, watch that I love shows of teens. So yeah. that and came they out all wrong. Do have attitude, um, and so <laughs> no, Nadia loves teens. <laughs> no, right. That's something. Yeah. No, but not like that. Oh Can no. Can we name the uh, the episode Nadia loves teens? Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, well, that's the name of all the other episodes. So, <laughs> Steve, what? This one's called Nadia Loves Teenagers with Attitude. That's true. <laughs> okay. It's also the first time she's referenced loving teens. It's just what I name every other episode. 
You just know, Steve. Just I know. do love teenage stuff. Like, uh, I don't love things with dragons. I don't want you nope. Game of Thrones, but I like Harry Potter a lot. Why not? Why Why? Why is dragons such a uh, turnoff for you? I think I'm not big on medieval stuff. Uh-huh. Like, fantasy stuff in general, it's got to be either, like, very funny or very interesting to sort of get me on board. Um, uh, if, like, one of my least favorite genres is... Got like old men standing around a table unfurling a scroll that's like a military map and then explaining how they're going to attack people from different sides. So no Lord of the Rings for you? I, You know, I mean, I think it's fine. I, I get it, I get it, but I also, it's like not the thing that I'm going to be like, ooh, let me turn that on. Right, right, right. Um, I'm not against it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also, I think, part of like why I'm not as into Star Wars as I could be. It's like mm. every Star Wars movie has a scene where it's just people around a table talking about how they're going to attack somebody for it's 20 minutes. a lot minutes. of science talk. Yeah. A lot of talk. And I'm like, eh, more, either more laser Not action. More teenagers. Yeah. Come on. Let's get some teens in Make there. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Make them kiss. Make them kiss. Oh, I'm on a list now. I did. I did. I saw uh, Avengers Endgame with Nadia, and it was three hours of her screaming, Make them kiss. <laughs> which, which people in particular? Spider Man. <laughs> the teen. Make them kiss. Yes, Iron Man. No, <laughs> terrible. She did terrible. want. She wanted Spider Man to kiss everybody. Yeah, he's so cute. I mean, I do like Tom Holland as an actor. I think he's fun. There and is. So- I, I like that he can't keep his mouth shut. Like it. Like they. They. I think I read something where they were like, "We're not gonna give." him the whole end game script just his scenes oh. because oh, we're so he, afraid he'll spoil he, it and i'm like i'm revealing. like oh that's fun i thought <laughs> I get that i thought you meant he physically cannot keep <laughs> his mouth shut too and like, i was like thinking but, back of every scene and i was like his mouth was open just like <laughs> <all> uh, <Yeah. laughs> like he can't breathe out of his nose uh. <laughs> he's supposed to be a geek right <laughs> mouth breathing geek. it's a real method acting <laughs> shit right there <laughs> Um, oh yeah. So, no. so okay. we have teens with attitude. Teens with attitude. Okay. So let me preface this by saying, um, there's these researchers that go to space to the moon, right, to do a discovery, and then they find this giant dumpster <laughs> in in the moon on the moon, and and what they what they do is they lift the dumpster, and out comes Rita Repulsa, who's a witch from ten thousand years, right? Part of the intro is after ten thousand years, I'm free. Time to conquer Earth, and literally the storyline is: I'm going to destroy the first planet I see, and interestingly enough, it's Earth, specifically Angel Grove, which is where she's. For some reason, that's what she wants to destroy. So anyway, you cut back to the Angel Grove uh, Recreation Center, and then you have five teenagers with, atti- with attitude, just like having fun. They get summoned up by Zordon, the floating head stuck in a, a time uh, dimension, and Alpha Five, who's his sort of like robot. Um, helper and uh, Zordon has the power to give these um, kids the power coins that will morph, transform them from average kids into super powered heroes wearing suits and they can summon dinosaurs. At first, they turn them down, being like, No, this is too crazy. And then, after a confrontation with the Putty Patrol, they embrace their powers and then they save Earth from collapse. Wow. Okay. The um. <laughs> so she was in the, I mean, she was in the moon for 10,000 years? Mm-hmm. 
She was trapped by Zordon okay. way back in the day because she was like a force of evil, and he trapped her in a dumpster. That's the best they could have done. <laughs> the description I have for Zordon is an interdimensional being trapped in a time warp. Yes. Who becomes a mentor for the Rangers. That's right, because yes. Because he trapped Rita and is able to be like, I know how to defeat her. I got her in that dumpster for 10,000 years. That's right, yes. And he's also trapped as well. We have oh, right, two trapped right. people. Okay. Well, he could get out of that time warp. It's just a jump to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> it's so bad, oh. it's good. I don't even want to tell you how long I've been sitting on that. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then, okay, so then you have your five teenagers, which is, let's go over in order. Um, you have Zach, right, played by Walter Jones, who is um, <laughs> the black guy. Uh, and but also the black ranger. And also the black ranger, but, yes. Which yes. doesn't have anything to do with the suit color, but it is sort of this point of controversy we can come back to where people yes. started to go, hey, wait a minute. Yes, that's what a lot of, you know, haters will say is like, wait, the black ranger's black and the yellow ranger's Asian, yeah. But uh, more more on that later. Um, so you got um, Zach, who's like this fun-loving, carefree guy. He does hip-hop keto, which is like um, uh, martial arts meets hip-hop dancing, that he invented it, and he's sort of just like the fun guy. He's like the guy who loves hitting on girls and you know all that stuff so that's the black ranger then we have the pink ranger uh kimberly played by amy joe johnson um who is sort of a valley girl very like you know cares about her mate and you know in the in the first episode she talks about she doesn't want to be a power ranger because her hair gets messed up in the helmet which is like <laughs> classic kimberly stuff she's girls. a gymnast so and she's very good at gymnastics. So there you have it. She's also Tommy Oliver's love interest later on when we are introduced to the Sixth Ranger, the Green Ranger. Then we have Billy, the Blue Ranger, played by David Yost, uh, and he's the nerd. He's the geek, right? Uh, he's probably loves Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> he has no combat ability. He does not know how to fight. But throughout the show, uh, Jason teaches him how to fight. And then finally, he becomes a martial artist, which is a cool character development. He's shy. He's awkward. Um, he speaks in scientific terms, you know, that people don't understand. Uh, he's like a heavy introvert. Then we have the Yellow Ranger, uh, Trini, played by Three Trang, and she is the sort of very zen character. Um, uh, she's 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 a master of like Tai Chi, um, which is like a slower sort of like martial arts. She's sort of the translator to Billy's like really scientific verbiage. She translates everything. She's very patient. She's very kind. She's sort of the heart of the team. And then we have our leader, Jason, played by Austin St. John, who um, is a leader. He's like, I mean, I don't know what else to describe. He's just like good at everything. He's like um, smart, funny, attractive, and sort of boring. Honestly, like that's they always are. You know, all the leaders are boring. I yeah. never really, I've never really took to Jason. Uh, which ranger do you identify with? B blue. Yeah. Blue. I mean, like that's. I mean, Billy the Blue Ranger is. I identify. I wanted to be him so 
bad. And I really, I, there was something about that character that I, I was Billy Graham. I was like very introverted, very shy, really like smart, like, you know what I mean? So like, uh, I really took to him and there was something about him that I was just like, I'm obsessed with him. Uh, turns out David Yost, the character, the, the actor who plays Billy the Blue Ranger is gay. And maybe that was a bit of a connection too. Um, but he was like, I don't know if you, you found this in your, in your research, but he um, had to leave the show because he was uh, harassed uh, so much by the crew for making like, uh, the crew kept making like homophobic remarks and he just like couldn't handle it anymore and then quit the show. The cast too or just the crew? Just the crew, yeah. The cast was actually like very, very nice and kind. Well, it's actually really weird because behind the scenes, it was very much like the cast versus everyone else. So, because, you know, here's the thing. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was a non-union job. Mm. Yes. And they got paid $600 a week, which is nothing. And they had to do their own stunts, and they shot forever, and they wouldn't, like, they didn't get anything. So, um, halfway through season two, um, three of the actors, uh, Walter Jones, uh, who was the Black Ranger, Thuy Trang, Yellow Ranger, and Austin St. John, Red Ranger, left, were fired from the Power Rangers because they wanted to unionize. Uh, and they were the most vocal about it. And so Haim was like, no, bye. It's insane so that were they this just... show existed without a union. Yeah, I yeah, because it's, it's very dangerous. Yeah, they're doing all their own fucking stunts. Yeah. It's insane. It's yeah. insane. They didn't have a Bernie Sanders rallying cries for this. There was not. There was none of that. There's nothing that happened. It's just adults yeah. being like, "Yeah, do that flip again, kid." While they put out yeah. a cigarette in their eye. In masks that were really hard to breathe. So like they all. St I mean, it was tough, you know. And also the thing that I know, be I don't know why I know this. Honestly, I don't know. I I know that this is true. That their fight choreography would happen like the day of the shoot so they didn't have to, even time to like practice to like some of those good. stunts yeah sometimes they would just like go, talk about it and then they would shoot shoot it and it was wild it's crazy it's crazy how that no one died doing this show uh going back to the david yost thing uh there's an article from logo that says that uh he was prompted to undergo conversion therapy. therapy. Yeah, yeah. it was of, that intense. Of course, it was unsuccessful. The producers, yeah, or they, the, yeah, the the producers kept hounding him and asking him if he was gay, and then David would not comment on it. And then finally, they were just like, "You have to go through conversion therapy." And yeah, I mean, like, maybe if it was union, <laughs> maybe for that union money. No, he had to pay out of pocket. He would have done it. Oh. But he had to pay out of pocket, which is wild. How much is conversion therapy? <laughs> Interestingly enough, 60 bucks. Wow. <laughs> it's like Man. an abortion. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What a terrible joke. That's, um, that's the name of the episode. Bucks, yeah. <laughs> that's cheaper than two hours of improv practice. <laughs> um, I can't say this word. Um, but he was told to walk off set one day because... Oh. Are you looking at me to say it? No, I'm just. <laughs> oh, because someone it called him the f word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna say it, and I don't necessarily want you to either, because that's so. That would be fucking weird. You can say it. Yeah. Ugh. You're ugh. one of them. You could say it, right? Go. Ugh. Just, ugh. Remember when? Remember for like three months when people would say, "I just threw up a lot of my mouth." Yeah. Uh. 
Is that what's happening right now? A little you? bit. Just the idea of Is somebody asking that. Yeah, <laughs> it's GERD. Ew. My GERD's acting up. I'd like to pause the discussion on Power Rangers really quick to talk about Nadia's GERD. I'm just I love these spicy sodas keep fucking me up. Spicy sodas. Spicy sodas and, and other foods I know I shouldn't eat affecting my GERD. Pepsi had a cinnamon flavor last year for a minute. Ew. Ooh, I don't. Have know. you guys had the vanilla orange? I don't like it. Coca-Cola? It tastes like bathroom chemicals. I can't. It's oh. too much. No, and also, who's asking for that? I will do a cherry Coke. Oh, cherry well, Coke yeah. is great. But, but orange they, and vanilla? No, 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 no. No, because like vanilla and orange are their own thing. Exactly. That's a creamsicle. Uh, thank you. And then Coke. You, I've had vanilla Coke before. I think it's too sweet. But I don't it's, like vanilla it's Coke. Fine. You have to make your own vanilla Coke. Yes. Mm. Should a, you so choose? With the, <laughs> with the no, you have to. <laughs> and everyone has to. It's really the only way to do it. Steve's running, and this is part of his platform. Mm-hmm. He's making everybody. 2020, two things. Unionized Power Rangers. <laughs> Everybody makes their own vanilla Coke. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? At least I have a policy. <laughs> That's at least right. I'm out here with That's right. tangible <laughs> ideas. Yeah, looking at you, Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete, <laughs> what do you say about unionizing the Power Rangers? Nothing. We, Nothing. We challenge you to come here in my studio apartment <laughs> that needs to be vacuumed and tell us what your policies are. You will vacuum it before Mayor Pete gets here, right? Yeah, we'll see. Okay. You can um, just make him do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's so upsetting to read this and yeah. remember a time in which, obviously this seems like more extreme circumstances, but it can't be the only TV show at the time that no, was, oh no. had any kind of harassment like this yeah. happening. And this is... The early to mid-90s when I think in the rose col- through rose-colored glasses or through foggy memories, we like to think, like, the 90s were pretty good. And I'm like, mm. No, they were not. No, not we just thought so because so we were children. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And 90s children entertainment was great. <laughs> right. But there's so many things where you go, uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, and this is one of a million examples of how far we have come and become more and more progressive as a society, yeah. at least some of us. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's nice to know that when I read this, I go, oh, as opposed to like, here's the thing that happened. And it's like, yeah, well, that was the time. Like, we're all just horrified Rats. by this news. Um, and I wonder if it was also compounded because on top of uh, being the gay one, I always feel that whoever, like um, Dustin Diamond or Mm. um, Jaleel White, I feel like being the people that have to play the nerd or the outcast or like the not cool one, I feel that's always a separate kind of identity issue to have to deal with for sure. Years later also. That's a really good point. I never really thought about that. But yeah, there is something, there is something gay about being a nerd, you know, Mm -hmm. especially in the 90s, you know? and yeah, I'm sure that goes hand in hand. The thing that I will say though is that, interestingly enough, David Yost was the last original Power Ranger to leave the show. Everyone else left before him, so he's he like made it all up. <laughs> no, <laughs> but he like sir, he dealt with all of that abuse for so long. Yeah. He made it all the way to like um, Zio. Even after Zio, he was still on the show, you know? What season was Zio? Zio was season 
four. Okay. Yeah. So this is several years of putting up with these people, yeah. just harassing him nonstop to the point where they pushed him into com- fucking conversion fucking therapy. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. that breaks my heart. I know. Honestly. And but he's so cool. He's the best. He does. Um. He does. Um. Hikes up. Uh. Barnsdale Park, I believe. Really? Oh. To this, yeah. I used to do my laundry right by there. Oh, really? Maybe I saw him. <gasps> yeah. I met him once, and I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I I blacked out. You just... He's my, truly my hero. You just collapsed. I talked. I remember I talked a lot, and I didn't let him talk back at all, And but I couldn't tell you... I couldn't tell you what I said. Right. You, your brain just fritzed yeah. out because you were just... I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. I but got I to bet, meet my I, hero. I, I, it's crazy. That, that was a great experience for him, too. You know? <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, maybe not that specifically. Like, maybe Definitely not, not. Maybe not running into a crazy Oscar at the park. <laughs> but, like, in general, having gone through all of that. Yes. It's for people to be coming up to him. Yes. And saying how much, like, what he did means to them, and I feel. And he's really, David Yost is currently, he's just so great about um, just, like, LGBT stuff and, like, that's, like, awareness on bullying and stuff like that so like he's just he's still advocating for that kind of stuff so uh, he's the best i love him uh there's another part that i'm reading about uh austin st john who struggled with homelessness for a while after leaving yes which told also what what i mean hey it's so to me the craziest thing is that these people were the biggest stars of the 90s but got paid nothing people were buying dolls in in their likeness yes exactly and they got paid nothing for their job they didn't get paid almost any money for their appearances and they didn't really have like proper representation you know they like were just kids because the thing about the mighty Morphin power rangers that people forget is that the show was never meant to be as big as it was you know they they didn't know what they were doing with it, you know? They had no idea. As a matter of fact, Haim Saban pitched Power Rangers years ago in like the late 80s with another Sentai series that he bought called Bioman in Japan. They're called Bioman. And he was gonna do it, instead of dinosaurs, it would be like Zodiac signs, uh, which is really cool. But then American audiences were like, this is too crazy. No one's gonna get into this. And he still persisted and still like was like, I think that there's something here that's really cool. And then Mighty Morphin Power Rangers happened and it just destroyed. But again, like, yeah, Austin St. John didn't. I mean, like, who would you say are the most successful actors from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Amy Jo Johnson. Oh, without a doubt. And that's because of Felicity. Felicity. That's And a made-for-TV movie, Killing Mr. Griffin. <laughs> that's right, yes. Written by Lois Duncan, who also wrote I Know What You Did Last Summer. That's right, yes. But like, other than that, that's it. That's it. No one else. And Amy Jo Johnson almost got set on fire yes. during filming. Yes. Which, again, I ask, what the fuck? Yeah, this non-union, hey. This show is wild. Hey, non-union. <laughs> you're just shrugging. You're just like, hey, <laughs> hey. That's exactly what the crew was saying. Yeah, hey. Sorry, non-union. Hey, every, time, <laughs> every time we go out for a non-union commercial, that's what they say. They're just like, yeah. hey, 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 non-union. Non-union, hey. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, uh, fun weird fact before we get back into some other stuff. Apparently, in Malaysia, the phrase "Mighty Morphin" was censored yeah. and removed. I know from exactly the, why. From the tattoo, 
from the logo, <laughs> from your tattoo specifically, uh, because morphine sounds like morphine. So they're like, that shows about <laughs> drugs. Hmm. <laughs> Steve's, Steve's making the most confused face. I thought they'd be like, it sounds like, you know, I don't know. That I, I thought it'd be more complicated. No. I thought it'd be more interesting. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Power Rangers is banned in Malaysia. Not because of its violence, but because morphine sounds like morphine. Wow. This show just gets crazier and crazier. It's but so also, weird. like, it it sounds like morphine. It doesn't sound like... Heroin. <laughs> Morphine. Yeah. Mighty heroin power. Yeah. It also sounds like the English word for morphine. Yeah. Morphine. Yeah. Like, there's, surely there has got to be a uh, different translation for that. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe all drugs are just now in English. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I truly don't. Ugh. I should look that up. Um, so, um, you have all these rangers by color. Yes. Um, and that's just to make distinctions between them. Like, why are they specific colors? Um, they always had color. That's part of the Sentai tradition. That's part of the genre itself, is that it, they all have multicolored suits. It's like, it's big in Japan. It's like, we don't know what they look like behind the mask, but we know what color they are. And right. that's, yeah. On Sailor Moon, they have this thing too, where it's just like. Literally any Japanese form of entertainment, they're obsessed with colors. So it's just like, every character has a color and that's all they're going to wear. Right. I you have know? a theory hmm. to sell toys. Oh. That makes sense. Because uh -huh. if that's they're all the same, if they're all blue, you yeah. just need one. That's true. If you got six different colors, you need all six. That's right. If they're ten dollars each. That's sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> as much as an abortion. <laughs> and conversion I'm therapy. Sorry, you got I'm abortion sorry. money. <laughs> Take your conversion money and go go buy it. Go the, buy yourself some dolls. Go buy yourself some some morphin dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so apparently, like we mentioned this a little bit earlier, but it's like the black guy is playing the black ranger yes. and the and the Asian girl is playing the yellow yes. and it's a little like, huh, who pitched that? Yes. You could have given them different colors? Really? Well, here's, okay, here's what I'll say. I mean, yes, it is a very weird thing to cast the, the black ranger as African-American and an Asian person playing the yellow ranger. However... In the pilot, so there's the pilot Day of the Dumpster, right? But then there's another pilot called Day of the Dumpster, which was released way before the original pilot that had a different actor playing the Yellow Ranger. Mm. And the Yellow Ranger was originally supposed to be Latina, yeah? And she was, she. I mean, if it's on YouTube. You can, you can check out the trailer, uh, uh, not the trailer, the pilot on YouTube. And uh, she's in it. She's very bad in it. I mean, they all are. They're all they're, they, none of those people are actors. None of the Power Rangers are actors. Yeah, they're all like gymnasts and martial artists who can read lines. Yeah, um, but she quit the pilot because she. I mean, there's different theories, but um, either it's either because she was like, I this show is gonna suck. This is embarrassing. I don't want to be a part of this. Or also because she wanted more money and they were like, fuck that, no. Hey, it's so non-union. Yeah. It's non-union. It's hey, non hey, hey. So then they hired Thuy Trang at the last minute to shoot. It just so happened that she was Asian and then she got cast as the Yellow Ranger. Got it, okay. Mm -hmm. So it was more of a happenstance thing and not more of a, huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are this and you are that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> um. And 
I mean, as far as like other controversies go, now since we're kind of on that topic, it's like mm. uh, it ended up being a lot of. There was some controversy. I'm taking that back. Since we're on the topic of controversy, it feels like there was a bunch of stuff around the time because it was pretty violent. Because it's like these these teens oh, yeah. with attitude just kicking the shit out of people. Yeah. Um, so there were a bunch of complaints sent to the FCC, and then in Canada there were a bunch of complaints, and then in New Zealand there were a bunch of complaints, and I don't think that it really did anything, but it was, like, on the record, and it makes me wonder, like, do you know of any Dateline or what What else was on? Like, any kind of... 2020 night- with you mm-hmm. Downs and Barbara Walters. Right, any kind of nightly news program that was like, is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers teaching your children how to kill? Yes. Like, was there any of those? I that wonder? was... Oh, so let's, let's not forget that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers came out at the time where, like, violence was cool. If you were a kid, all you wanted to do was see blood and guts. I mean, Mortal Kombat was out during that same time. And that... Mortal Kombat is the reason why we have those like ESRB ratings in yeah. video games, you know? So this was a time where people were hella conservative about children's media. And the thing that, the, the reason why Power Rangers was picked is because it's a live, never before ha, has like live action been that violent in children's programming. So of course parents freaked out and they're riding the wave of Mortal Kombat and then, then like, you know what I mean? So they're just like, they're just it's all one big massive wave. What do you think, Steve, was like the most violent kids show that you watched? I mean, actual cartoons are super violent. Oh, yeah. You like Looney Tunes and something like that. Um, but otherwise, probably Power. Well, I didn't really watch Power Rangers, so yeah, probably just straight up Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interestingly, I feel like something was going on in my school district because Power Rangers were not cool <gasps> where I went to school. What? I remember where we did had you a, go to school in Novi, Michigan, outside of Detroit, and like it, it lines up. 93, 94, 95 was third, fourth, fifth grade for mm-hmm. me. So like that lines up to it was supposed to be cool. But I just remember people would be mocked for having like Power Ranger stuff. I remember one teacher, Miss Dean, if you uh, forgot your pencil, you could borrow one of hers, but she only had Power Ranger (laughs) pencils. And that was her way to guarantee you'd give it back. So you weren't seen walking the halls with Power Rangers. So years later, when people are like, oh, I love Power Rangers growing up, it's like, oh, we weren't, we weren't allowed. It wasn't cool. I don't know what was cool for us, but. Wow. That's crazy. That is so wild. I mean, hopefully my brother's listening and can correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember Whoa. Power Rangers not being cool. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything that was like definitely not cool. Ooh. Uh, I feel like, nope. I mean, people watch Power Rangers. I don't think it was like a phenomenon at my grade mm. school, but you know what I do remember was there was like one month where pogs were allowed and then it became gambling. So then they were taken away. So I never got into it because by the time I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. I was hearing about it being banned at school. Ooh, so I that was makes like- it dangerous and fun. Exactly. So then I was like, tell me more. <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, no. And then I was like, no, but really. And they were like, okay, so you flip the thing and you collect these. And I was like, that's it? That's what you guys lost your shit? Okay, sure. <laughs> they had to give it a cool name of Pogs yeah. because little cardboard things that you hit. Yeah, as soon as you found out what Pogs How were. How silly, yeah. What? Do you think Pogs could ever come back 
in a major I may, way? I mean, maybe, because they're still around in spirit when you think about, like, finger skateboards and, like, all those yeah. little weird things that kids can That's get still, and collect. Yeah, exactly. Weird. Well, kids now have, they've got slime, and then there were, um, uh, what the fuck am I thinking of? Those fidget spinners fidget for a yeah, while. Yeah. So I feel like every generation comes up with its new way of, like, how can we waste our di- disposable income? Exactly, yeah. How can we spend, like, I guess what would be the equivalent of, I don't know, Thirty dollars, half an some... abortion. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if that stays. We'll see. <laughs> but I know that in my so there were like three tiers of sort of the Sentai uh, influence in America. The you had your main one, which is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but then you had sort of the edgier more violent more darker tone one which was vr troopers i remember that was having happening at the same time uh and then you had your like for babies this is like power rangers for babies which was big bag beetleborgs and that was like just lame super lame say it three times fast <laughs> I, I straight up cannot big bad beetleborgs big bad, yeah i can't my mouth is dead so would my my guess would be that in Power Rangers, they have Zords that were all prehistoric creatures. Yes. And in Big Bad Beetleborgs, they had Borgs that were all Big Bad Beetles. <laughs> yes. Okay. Steve, say say it three times fast. They had, in Big Bad Beetleborgs, they had <laughs> Borgs that were all Big Bad Beetles. Big Bad Beetles, Borg, Blue Black <laughs> Bugs. Oh, no, he broke. Steve's has exploded. <laughs> I'm just getting ready for a, a theater performance. <laughs> <laughs> These, this is a cut scene from Anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't cut scenes from Anchorman. <laughs> oh. 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 We're coming for you, McKay. <laughs> We're coming for you. Um, so the the whole thing was shot in basically L.A. and then Santa Clarita. That's right. Uh, and when I first heard that, I started laughing just because Santa Clarita is a such a suburban community that uh, I have been to a couple times because they have... I'm going to double check this, that it's in Santa Clarita and it's not like outside <laughs> of it. Um, there's a, um, um, oh God, what is it called? It's like a gorilla sanctuary. What? Yes. Um, but I can't remember if it's like in Santa Clarita or like directly outside of it. And then somebody's going to be like, I'm from Santa Clarita. And the gorilla sanctuary is not here. Is it, or is it orangutans? Oh, did we, did we go with UCB core together? No. Okay. What I am went, I thinking of? I went separately, <laughs> but but they did do that. They're not gorillas. They're not orangutans. They're not lemurs. They're um, chimpanzees. No weirder name. Yeah. Better sounding. monkeys. Uh, no. That you're, that's that's in the realm. Uh, we're gonna have to cut this down as I like <laughs> look this up. Chimpanzee. Sanctuary, Santa Clarita, um, Gibbons! 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 They were the Gibbons. The Gibbon Conservation Center oh. is right by Santa Clarita, and so all I could think of when I started reading about the filming was like, did they get to go to the Gibbon Conservation Center? Are there any episodes where Mighty Morphin Power Rangers interacts with Gibbons? Yeah, Oscar, you're They're- such an expert. Did they go to the Gibbon <laughs> Conservation Center? I mean, they there's no episode where they're playing with monkeys, so. Okay. <laughs> oh well I, I mean there is later, I'm oh, less interested you know here's now. what I'll say later on in the season this is like a little straight up the end of season three Bulk and Skull which are the bullies of the school become so there's a whole in season two there's a whole storyline where the bullies 
all of a sudden their whole goal is to find out who the Power Rangers are, yeah? And that's their whole storyline. And then in season three, they're like, we're tired of being bullies. What if we try to um, serve our community? So they Just become- like most bullies do. <laughs> The very typical as bullies path. are want to do. So then they form, they join the like junior police squad, and then their superior officer. Oh my God! What is he turns into a chimpanzee? So there's that. That's the closest thing to a monkey. In did Rita show. do that? Yeah, Lord Zed did that. Oh, at the time it was Lord Zed, not Rita Repulsa. I mean, given that the show's now in union, they might have just straight up fucking stole a gimmick. Oh, yeah, yeah, a hundred. And then they're like, "Ah, uh, we'll give it back. We're just gonna borrow it for a couple hours. Thanks." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, the fact that it's filmed sort of in the area when you move to LA, where you suddenly like, oh, there's that thing. Well, I mean, like Anaheim. I knew about Anaheim before anything, and because of the Power Rangers, like. Uh, like fan club and then Burbank I under I knew cuz of the cuz in the video they're like send us whatever to this and it was Burbank so like that's my only connection to LA through the Power Rangers but I mean it's it is exciting that I live on the west coast now <laughs> have you been to the Brandeis Barton Institute which was the exterior for the command center I have not and I but I have drove past it as a matter of fact that institute is also makes a cameo in Marilyn Manson's music video for the dope show if yep. you guys remember um so yeah it's also in the lawnmower man oh uh-huh. yeah and in star trek the undiscovered country mm. so that uh crazy futuristic building is used in a yeah. bunch of stuff um, I feel like we should go on a road trip and like take you to all these places. <gasps> I would love that. And just watch you lose your shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it, but Oscar put his hands up to his chin and just started rocking back and forth. It was adorable. Amazing. <laughs> um, so then you've got all the stuff that's filmed here, yeah. and then the rest of it is just that footage. It's Japanese footage, yes. So, Which is, sorry, go no, go on. Well, it's just that's very interesting because just knowing now about how it was all edited like it wasn't like there was this episode in Japanese and then they just redid yes. um, the speaking parts for the actors yes. the fact that there's so much Frankensteining of footage from various episodes and seasons yes so much so that actually there's one episode of the Power Rangers that's sort of infamous in which when they turn into the Megazords and they have their Megazords it's an episode where oh forget what the name of the villain is um but he is fighting and then there's a shot where you see a child in the shot um that's as big as the buildings and then they didn't edit that out of the episode so people are like what is this kid (laughs) doing in this episode of the mighty Morphin power rangers but it turns out that in the japanese version uh the boy um grows to be giant and fights against the power rangers (laughs) In, in that episode but then it's, it is just like a weird Frankenstein so are there parallels like just do are the stories the same or not at all no. okay so the premise <laughs> of Q Ranger is that <clears throat> it's actually a lot darker than the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers so a long time ago so like uh, 10,000 years was Rita Repulsa Queen Bandora or Witch Bandora which is the name of Rita Repulsa in Japan um, she's been trapped in a in a in like um just an encasing uh, coffin for 150 million years during the time of the dinosaurs, they were alive. And so she had a son 
who um, destroyed all these dinosaur eggs. And as a punishment, the child died. And so she was banished to the moon to like stay in this coffin or whatever. So when she was awakened, she wanted revenge on Earth and specifically Earth children. So in the Q Ranger, she would go and destroy, like try to kill kids. Uh, and then so 150 million years ago, there were these tribes, like dinosaur tribes of, of people that were the heroes of the land. And after they defeated Queen Bandora back in the day, they were sort of put in, they were cryogenically frozen until the world needs them again. And this um, fairy, uh, which is just an old man that looks like a troll, um, revives them from cryogenic freeze. And then they are the Q Rangers. Well, I'll say this. The Japanese version has a very specific antagonist goal. Yes. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Much more yeah. than... Re but the Rita Repulsa scenes, those are from the Japanese version too, right? Yes, yes. And they're just awfully dubbed. If you look yeah. at videos, I mean, the voice match... I mean, there's no matching at all. I don't even know if you can call it dubbing because no. <laughs> that would make it sound like... That makes it seem like somebody attempts yeah. to dub. <laughs> and they use the same... If you look at the episodes, they use the same, what, eight like clips of Rita Repulsa doing the same exact thing, but you know, kids forget, they don't remember. So, but that's all of Power Rangers is that you see, you start seeing all like, wait, they use the same clip from this episode and this other episode because they were running out of, of things to like use, which is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I just love that Futurama was able to continue the cryogenically frozen thing <laughs> and base its episodes off of this other yes, thing. Yes, exactly. That's what Fry was doing. He was frozen in order to uh, come back and protect again. No, this the is, the this influence is, of Power Scrap Rangers. this, okay. scrap this yeah. joke. Scrap, <laughs> scrap it. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Nadia knows that I will never do a, we're going to cut that, but then keep it in. <laughs> except That's for, how we different, differentiate ourselves. Except for maybe that. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Special treat that only our guests in person know. <laughs> if we say we're deleting it, it's deleted. This is I hope that makes, I hope this makes it. <laughs> um... So then, so you've got the U.S. version, and then the production moved to Sydney, Australia? Yes, yes, because after, okay, so, you know, Mighty Mor Morphin Power Rangers couldn't last anymore, so then they switched it up to Power Rangers Zeo, which is like, finally, American market is now catching up to the uh, Japanese market, but then they have this backlog of series that they can use, over, like, they can use, so then the U.S. was like, oh, we're gonna be fine. Unfortunately, uh, it took a hit in ratings when Power Rangers in Space happened. Nobody was watching the Power Rangers. So, Heim Saban was Heim, Heim Saban was like finally like, thank God the show is over. <laughs> I didn't want it to last this long. We can end it. And you know, so then they were like, let's end it by like fi like finishing the entire series of Power Rangers. And uh, spoiler alert. Um, uh, Zordon dies at the end of Power Rangers in Space. That sort of backfired because suddenly everyone started caring about the Power Rangers again and they demanded a brand new season. Now, Saban, Saban was like, I don't want to put any more money into this. I don't want to shoot this anymore. And so then they were like, the cheapest way of shooting is by moving the production all the way to New Zealand, which is where they shoot to this day. 
the Power Rangers. I have a former coworker that almost got <gasps> Power Ranger. Are you serious? Yeah. Maybe what a Ranger couple. do you know? No. Nope. Three but, or four years ago. Dang. But is it unionized there, or is it still just like, we're keeping the same shit from the 90s? I don't, honestly, I don't think it's union. Oh, I don't think it is. My but I God. could be I could be wrong, but I don't oh think it is. Oh my god. Because yeah, because they can get away with it. How long has this show been going? Forever. Since the nineties. Since ninety three. Oh my god! <laughs> this whole time The whole time? Mayor Pete. <laughs> Mayor Pete Do something, Mayor Pete. Go to New Zealand Kamala. and do something. Uh who else is running? Uh Joe. Joe. Uh, you could erase everything you've done with this creepy <laughs> uncle business by unionizing these poor people that are having to kick and do stunts and... But we don't know what Australia's labor laws are, so no. they could oh, be true. doing okay. Yeah. I might just be forcing U.S. politicians to go to a foreign country to... No, they need to. They need to see what's going on in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beef up their foreign policy. Exactly, policies. yeah. <laughs> I went their to Australia to investigate the Mighty Morph... No, not the, not the Mighty Morph. I went to Australia to investigate the Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. This was a question about <laughs> nuclear... <laughs> things. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> hey, uh, Joe, can I see you in my office? Yeah, what's up? Um, so in the press conference, you called it nuclear things. <laughs> yeah, uh, just because I wanted it to be all-encompassing, like right. all the nuclear things. Okay, okay. Do you understand how nuclear warfare works? No. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, that makes a little bit more well, sense. Well, I mean, like, no. <laughs> Joe, if I asked you, you know, what the atom bomb was, do you understand what that means? It's big. <laughs> Joe, I'm going to have you start working in our entertainment section. Cool. I feel like you're better suited Okay, there. thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank um, you very much. Also, who are you as my boss? Oh. <laughs> Just really quick, I that forgot. That was Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, thank you, Obama. Thank you, manager Obama. We'll get back mind, to work. In my this was like in a newspaper office, and then I realized I named you Joe, and... Now I understand where all the confusion came now, from. And this rule why of they improv, never put me on establish, <laughs> establish aware. You, we yeah. didn't establish aware. You're right. You're right. I'm very rusty. I gotta, I gotta shake up <laughs> that And you rust. see what happens. I thought I was Joe Biden. Yeah, and you thought I mm-hmm. worked at the newspaper mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. I know. I fucked this up. Yeah. <laughs> I know why I didn't get on a team, Steve. <laughs> now I know why I was cut. <laughs> hey, panel. I forgive you. I get it. Seven years later, I get it. We're cutting this part. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Or keep, we're sending it You're to cutting you. it and releasing it its own standalone episode. Yeah, we're saying dedicated to Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to take a moment to uh, list off all the supporting characters mm. and their fun names and descriptions. Yes. Would you like to help me? Um, I'll just provide comments. Okay, great. All right, so we've got... Just so I'm not leaning over. Oh, uh, bless you. Okay, so Zordon is the interdimensional being... Zordon? Trapped in a time warp. Yes. Was I supposed to do it again? <laughs> <laughs> I was just giving you a moment in case. Nah. And the moments passed. Uh, so he's the one who mentored the Rangers. Yeah. Then you. Um, have- sorry. Weird thing that I'll say about this. So Zordon in the uh, Power Rangers movie remake was played by um, uh, Brian Cranston. Who actually did voices for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Uh, he did two villains. Um, in he did the voices for those villains, and 
the character of the Blue Ranger, his name was Billy Cranston, named after Brian Cranston. Wow. I that guy has done everything. Mm-hmm. That guy's been in like one of every show throughout the entire nineties. Oh yeah. And That's he, when he was like hustling hard. Yeah. He had the one Seinfeld where he's a dentist and then uh Oh yeah. He's had his hand in a lot of pots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you could say that on the show he was breaking. Nope, I can't think of it. Shit, I had it. No, I didn't have it. Never mind. <laughs> I was trying. I don't. I, I was like going through the characters' minds in my head real quickly, trying to make some kind of connection. And I'm like, no, no. Walter no. White Ranger. Oh. oh, there it is. There I saved it. Is. it. I Thank saved you. it. Thank you. That's why you got to look over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help me out here. Um, okay, so we have Alpha Five. Mm-hmm. A mul- Turned into Alpha Six later on. A multifunctional semi-sentient automation from Indonoy. That's right. Um, which is a sentence that if you just hand it to me in like, you know, uh, a game of charades or something, I go, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's such a weird way of describing it. There's Farkas, quote, Bulk, Bulkmeyer. Yes, yeah. And Eugene, quote, Skull, Skolovich? Skolovich, yeah. Bulk and Skull. Those are, those are the bullies. Those are the bullies. One is a big dude, one is a skinny dude. Uh, I bet Bulk is the big dude. <laughs> yeah. Bulk is the leader of the duo, and he was, quote, prone to dragging Skull into wacky schemes. Oh, yeah. Skull was a yes man, you know? Bulk was the ideas man, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, Skull was hot. <laughs> Played by Jason Narvey, who's a snack. Was your sexual awakening watching the show? It wasn't, no. It didn't happen until much later. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Given that it's, like, not good. I think that's always sad when somebody's like, yeah. Like, I, I think, oh, what is it? The fifth element. I feel like there's a lot of, you know, mm-hmm, particularly straight mm-hmm. dudes who are like, oh, yeah, I, like, really... I, that was like my sexual awakening was in the fifth element. I'm like, is that a good movie? Like, that's not something you could go back and watch. Like, you have a memory of it because you're like, right. oh, tooties. But like, generally speaking, I don't, re- I don't know if that movie. That's like, that's when up. straight people know they're being sexually awakened. They go, oh, tooties, involuntarily. <laughs> they say it out loud. Oh, tooties. I mean, <laughs> when we were watching Endgame, in between me going kiss, uh, it was just these other like 13 year old boys going tooties. Oh, titties, oh, titties, oh, titties. It's oh, <laughs> a very crowded theater. That happened a lot in um, Return of the Jedi also. <laughs> yeah. Slave Leia. Yeah. It's a lot of, oh, titties, oh, titties, oh, titties, yeah. oh, titties. Oh, give it to me. Oh. Yeah. There's a lot of. I don't know what to do with them, but I like them. A lot of little boys learning to masturbate. Yeah. yeah in the theater. In the theater. <laughs> Having my first job in a movie theater, I'm going to say that's not inaccurate. Oh, my gosh. I know. know. Well, they're discovering themselves. It's natural. (laughs) Just depends on how crowded and if they're being smart about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I think that if you're working at a theater, I think it really is like the RA rule in the dorms. Like, if I didn't see it, yeah. And I didn't hear it. Yeah. It didn't happen. That's true. In terms yeah. of that's RAs talking about drugs and alcohol, not, yes. not masturbating. <laughs> Would you RA It's illegal guys? to masturbate in college. You yes, know it that? is. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. For uh, now, but 2020, Kamala. <laughs> Mayor Pete. That college admission scandal with USC was like very closely linked to the masturbation scandal. Exactly. USC, yeah. Where they were just letting kids do it. That's right. And Elizabeth Warren, all she cares about is. Uh, Student loans. What about it student being, groans? 
There we go. Wow. Get it back. Get it back. This Student true, moans Honestly, groans. I'll say this. This is a true partnership. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. See? We're getting back on Harold Knight. <laughs> Cutting that. All right. So then we have Ernie. I'll just bleep out Harold Knight. <laughs> I'll just bleep out Knight, but leave in Harold. Yeah, there you go. Yes. That's, that's how you do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know how to bleep. <laughs> Um, okay, so then we have Ernie. Yes. Oh, who, Ernie. who is the guy running the youth center? Yes, yes, yes. The um, juice bar, specifically. Right, which uh, creative name, Ernie, the juice bar. Yep. Um, and then you've got Mr. Kaplan, mm-hmm. who's the principal. The of, principal. He's uh, got a toupee and it keeps falling off. Oh, that's fun. That's good. That's, that's good. That's, that's his good game. Gag. That's his character game. Uh, Ms. Appleby? Miss Appleby, yeah. Okay. She's a She's teacher. She's really nice, yeah. Um, Sweet. She I'm, falls I'm down a lot. I'm guessing by her name and the description that is five words that she was not a fleshed out uh, character. What was it? What's the description? A teacher at Angel Grove uh, High School. <laughs> she uh, was a big lady. That's all I know. Portrayed by Royce Heron, parentheses, uncredited. Yeah, she was not. She was not credited. Wow. Well, it's not. I mean, non-union. It's non-union. Non-union. It's what are you gonna do? Non-union. non-union. Uh, so then you have Angela, who's the girl that Zach is into. Yes. Um, yes. And he's constantly trying to impress her. Yes. Which there's is, some deep ass cuts in here. Angela, I mean, I'm just. She was in like four episodes. I mean, <laughs> I'm just reading what the internet's telling me. Um, you've got Prince Dex slash Master Writer. Mm-hmm. You've got Ninjor. Ninjor. That's later in the seasons. Yeah. Uh, what. Ninjor is, quote, the creator of the original five power coins. That's right, yes. What the fuck are power coins? Power there... coins is what makes them morph into oh, power rangers. Okay, yeah. you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. I read this. I forgot. Uh, there's so there's so many details. Yes. Oh, that yeah. I, my bra- I started Truly, to it is a it's a rich tactic. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot. And then there's Alpha Four, who was before Alpha That's, Five. Yes, yes, That's yes, yes. It. But it's the same guy? Same, same No, voice? Di- different model, different, different voice. Okay. Different voice. All right. Um, yeah, slightly more wise guy sounding. And then this is my favorite, the Wild West Rangers, which yeah. are the old timey West people that are are basically the Power Rangers, but in a saloon. They went back in time, yes, and then that's when they lost all their powers, their Power Rangers powers. So they're the West World Power Rangers. They're the West World Power Rangers, yes. Okay. That reminds me of like when the Powerpuff Girls met the Rowdy Rough Boys. Yes. They're like the Rowdy oh Rough Boys. Oh my gosh, you're right. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of Power Rangers. <laughs> I'm a Power person. Ranger, Power Puff. Oh my God, it's the same show. Yeah. Steve just pulled out so much cocaine. <laughs> I'm, putting, <laughs> I'm putting, what's it called around my head? Tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> that thing the government's trying to sell us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you've got all these antagonists. You got Arinopulsa, obviously. Mm-hmm. You got Lord Zed. Lord Zed. He's. <laughs> Lord Zed is the like master of evil. So like when he shows up, because he's like, hey, Rita, what the hell? I thought you were going to conquer Earth. And she's like, wait, hold up. He's like, you know what? I'll do it myself. And then shrinks Rita, sends her back into the dumpster, shoots her out, takes over, right? Rita, being resourceful, finds a way to escape the dumpster, finds herself back on the moon, and then puts a magic spell on Lord Zed, and they both fall in love and then get married. So she trapped the shit out of Lord Zed. That's how she got her powers back. Rita. I'm taking notes. Mm-hmm. Rita Resorsa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I 
have a question though. So if she was able to get out of that whole dumpster sitch in this case, mm-hmm. how come she couldn't do it for ten thousand years? She was tired. All right, that's fair. I get <laughs> it. it. Just, when she got out the the last time, it loosened it up a little. Yeah, it made it easier for her. <laughs> She's like, oh, this this, this is a hinge. Yeah. Dumpsters she kept she kept pulling instead of pushing. <laughs> She's like, "What if I?" No, yeah. no, it must be pulled. That's the only way. Uh, you got Goldar. Goldar, yes, he's a he's like a giant wolf. Um, Goldar was Rita's henchman, and he had wings. Rita clipped his wings, and Lord Zed, in order to like win him over, was like, "I'm going to give you your wings back." And that's why Goldar was a traitor against Rita Repulsa. Mm, just like the Bible. <laughs> Very bl- biblical for, sh- for sure, yeah. Uh, Scorpina? Scorpina! Can I guess? Yeah. Scorpina is a female villain. Yes. Her, um, and she has a, she's part scorpion. Yes! Wow! She's a human that when she grows, when she turns giant, Resort. she turns into a, a scorpion monster. Uh, and then we got Finster. Finster! In, in the, he makes the monsters. Oh, okay. Out of clay. But the funniest thing in in the Q Rangers in Japan, he's called Pleprechaun. Oh, uh, yes. I don't know which <laughs> name I hate more. <laughs> Mine's Pleprechaun. <laughs> For sure. Uh, I like Squat. Squat. That's a henchman of Rita's. Yes, he's blue and has little spikes on his chin. In, in the Q Rangers, he's called Backpack. See, I like that name better. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Backpack. <laughs> then you got Babu. Yeah, Babu. Yeah. Babu. Okay. Babu's my favorite because he's a weird looking monkey. He's dude. like a bat thing. He's bat like monkey a, He's like a bat, a monkey. I don't know what he is, but he's like very C3PO energy. He's absolutely stolen from the Gibbon Conservation Center. Oh, oh yes, yes, for, yes, for sure. Time. Um, he doesn't have a fun alt name. I like, don't remember what notebook. his name is. No, it's all I remember is Pleprechaun and. Uh, Backpack because those were like straight up English words. I think everything else had like a Japanese name that I was like, I don't Doesn't remember this. Doesn't Dora have a backpack character? She yeah, does. named Backpack. Okay, I wonder if that's. <gasps> oh my why god! They and Rita's Rita's name in Japan is Bandora. Oh my god! Get your Every, hat back. Put that <laughs> everything back is connected, <laughs> Brian Cranston. <laughs> Yeah, this whole time when it was like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, it should have been six degrees of Brian, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, yeah. Um, then you have Master Vile. Master Vile, yeah, yeah, Great yeah. name. Sounds like a like a like an alternate character in a Clue yeah. board game. <laughs> Master Vile, like that's just a solid one. I was gonna say opinion. like um, he's like one of Gru's friends in Despicable Me. <laughs> Yeah, like he's created some sort of like a uh, uh, weird like trampoline bouncy uh, thing that yeah. allows you to like shoot into space. Mm-hmm. Y'all love DreamWork properties, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm turbo. <laughs> vroom vroom. <laughs> Was that still Southern? I don't know. No. I vroom don't... vroom, it's me, turbo. Yeah. <laughs> That was his catchphrase, right? Vroom, vroom. Did you guess? It's me, turbo. <laughs> Did you guess? <laughs> Um, then you got Lokar. Lokar, 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 yeah. And then Hydrohog. Yes. Another uh, solid name. I'm going to assume uh, either a pig underwater or a hedgehog underwater. Um, He's a water boar. Okay. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. Adds up. I uh, bet. I guess you wouldn't want to share a bathroom with him because you'll never get a good shower because he's a water hog. <laughs> All right. You had your time. Uh, uh. <laughs> 
Steve's packing up. Goodbye. <laughs> Turn the mic off. Uh, the putty patrollers. Mm-hmm. So those are the clay guys that yeah, get the, made. Yeah. Finster made a whole bunch of little clay guys. And then you have your super putties, which are harder to kill. Ooh. Yeah. What and, then, and then you have your Lord Zed putties, which the only way you kill them is by hitting them on a Z on their chest. Oh. Which yeah. to me seems easier, but apparently they were harder yeah. to kill. I don't know. Well, you've only got one area to aim. Exactly. It's not like you can hit a limb and yeah. then. Uh, yeah, you, you just know. honestly touch the Z and they explode. That's okay, but see, when you say just touch, it's like boop. It's like. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Huh. Some yeah. It reminds me of Buzz Lightyear's <laughs> Space Ranger ride at Disney, where you have to hit the Z's. That's right. On yeah. Zol Zol Zoltor. Zoltar. Zoltar. No, Lord. Uh, Soul tab. I don't know. Soultron? I don't know. It's something like that. Yeah. See, we know other things besides DreamWorks properties. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I know Turbo. <laughs> you, know, you know all the supporting characters from Turbo. <laughs> but you don't know the main villain in well, Toy Story. Well, there's Turbo. There's uh, Lil T. There's Bobo. There's um, uh, Slimy. There's wow. Who are the other snails? Um, um, uh, snailine. Yeah, snailine. snailine. She's the girl. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a bow. In There's her one hair. girl. That's how you know. Yeah, just oh, like she a, has hair. Like every. <laughs> she's the only one with hair and a bow in it. Just for you guys to understand, she's got long hair and she's a bow. She doesn't she has race. A bow. <laughs> she's there. She's a prize to be won. There are no gender queers in the Turbo Universe. <laughs> We are making sure that you understand that this character is female. Um, then you have the Tangle Warriors, which the uh, Tangle Warriors, yeah, so, they're from the movie, yeah. So they're later on, and, and they're, they're crows. They're, oh, so they're different from the putties because they're birds. They're birds, yes, and they hatch from eggs. Okay, yes, so the and they're definitely harder. They're, they're, that's when they turned into the ninja zords. That's when, like, that's post movie. Okay, yeah. so the who lays the eggs? Uh, they just find them. Oh, okay. So, so, okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so Rito Repulso, which is Rita Repulso's brother, who looks nothing like Rita Repulso. Still named Rita. Yeah, his name is Rito Repulso. Oh, Rito. Like, not creative at all. He's a skeleton with, like, half of his face, is, half of his body's like, camouf- camouflage, and the other one's just, like, bones. It's very strange. <laughs> so he stole all of these eggs from this planet, and that's how he released the Tango Warriors. Okay. All right, that makes tricky. Sense. I know. I was gonna say, like, is someone laying eggs in this universe? I, it adds up. Someone should be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not. Uh, the, 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 yeah, there's all this other crazy shit. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Um, I um so um I was about to say going back to Power Rangers. <laughs> <that's> all, <laughs> so if we could get back to uh, Power Rangers, you don't want uh, me to list off more people from Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you got three more. I'm hoping for like a turbo trams ride section at the Universal Studios tram tour. I mean, anything is Like it is just possible. speeds up real fast and then they're like, it's turbo, he took over the tram, beep beep. Anyway, moving on. Inventory <laughs> <laughs> guy just added that. <laughs> oh no, turbo's driving. People would look at you so confused, like, huh? <laughs> uh, so going back to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> So there were three seasons of Mighty Morphin, mm-hmm. countless seasons of, of different iterations. Yes. Did you follow the newer ones or did you kind of stay I'm true? I'm currently w- trying to watch every single episode of all of the Power Rangers series. And is it 
still pleasure or now does it feel No. Like Here's the thing about Power Rangers. It does not age well. But there's there's it's just Mighty Morphin is just fun because mm-hmm. it is nostalgic partly, but also just like Incre- like incredibly cheap and like really badly done and then there's like joy in that like yeah. I love bad stuff you know so like watching Mighty Morphin it's like oh great then after a while it takes itself a little too seriously and then it's sort of not fun anymore I'm up to um, Ninja Storm which I that's like that's what the ninth tenth season of Power oh, Rangers? Oh, you've got so much more to go. I have so much more to go, and that is a slog to get through because it's just not as fun. And uh, do any of the do any original cast members ever make appearances? Yes. So as a matter of fact, there's a Dino Thunder season, which is a sort of like a rehash of Mighty Morphin, but it, instead of five Rangers, there's three. There's a Yellow Ranger, Blue Ranger, and Red Ranger, and they uh, turn into dinosaurs. And then a fourth Power Rangers added, and it's Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger. Really? How yeah. many years later was this? I twenty years. I mean, like so. There's like old, three. He plays a professor. Okay. <laughs> a paleontologist. As long professor. as the age difference yes, is addressed. Yes, he's much older. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So three teenagers with attitude, and then, and then a professor. Yes. Uh, and then they're looser on a teenagers with attitude in later seasons. Okay. And then you, it's like. Anybody can be a Power Ranger. I could be a Power Ranger. You could be a Power Ranger. You could be a Power Ranger. I could be a Power Ranger. And it doesn't matter. Um, And then did you... Are you as familiar with the Japanese version? Because you you seem to know a lot about I do about I, the correlations of the two. Have yes. you watched all of the Japanese version? I've I've actually seen Q Ranger, and then I've seen the first three OG. Um, uh, Sentai series, which is Go Ranger, then Jack, and then um, uh, Die Ranger, and so I've seen those, um, and those are really, really, really fun. And then I saw a Sentai series on, get this, Spider Man. So in the seventies, um, <laughs> they had a Sentai series. You have to see. Please, you have to watch the theme song, the uh, the opening yeah. credits to the Japanese Spider-Man show. But it is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers meets Spider-Man, and it is the most ridiculous thing you'll ever see in your life. Is it this? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm yes. Just, I'm just gonna. It's so good. All right, between the dark valleys of buildings, Spider-Man. Eyes sparkle with a flash of anger. Spider-Man. Giving up peace, giving up everything. Chasing evil through the skies. Change Leopardon? Leopardon is the name of his Megazord. Why do you, why do you choose to continue to fight, risking your own life? With only one goal. With only one goal. The Invincible Man. Spider-Man. 
Okay, I love I, that. I have one complaint. <laughs> <laughs> one? Well, just that he has a Zord that just looks like a robot. Well, so like, I feel like they're really kind of, you know, I feel like you've already got a game here, which is <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then to add the Zord on top of that. Exactly. And not only a Zord, like you would you would assume that the Zord would be a spider. But, uh, unfortunately, it is not. It is a leopard. <laughs> it is a leopard <laughs> robot. That completely unrelated to arachnids. <laughs> Uh, I'm a big fan of the fact that in this video, like when he, he he's big on the web slinging, but it also seems like this is a grown man who drives around on a motorcycle, like during yes. the day, like the Peter Parker version of yes. Spider-Man in this world is a motorcycle guy. Yeah, which he loves really, motorcycles. Which really doesn't add up to like the lore that we're used to. Yeah, honestly, it has nothing to do Open with Open mouth, Tom Holland going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so it's I love this so it's much. It's so great. Thank you. It's so great. What a gift. Please. I just please feel like there's find... it's a hat on a hat here. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> zording. Yeah. It's a zord on a hat. <laughs> um I something that I think is notable about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is that it's like deliberately campy. Yes. Not just because of the weird editing and the non-union and the fact that they were just showing up that day and going like uh, I don't know. You're gonna uh, do this thing to her. Like it, you're gonna throw up and then uh, throw them up in the air and then uh, you'll tumble and then you'll kick a guy and uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out yep. as we go. Like that was seems to be this completely ad hoc vibe. So as a result, it's got this kind of deliberately campy tone. Oh, without a doubt. Um, like how much do you think that influenced you and like comedy or you just as a person? Yeah, it's a major part. I mean, I, I like. Because no one's watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the storyline, you know? They're just like, when is the fighting going to happen? When are the Zords going to be there, right? So pretty much everything is an excuse to get to that monster and to get to the fighting. So that leaves a lot of space for really bad writing, which <laughs> I'm obsessed with. Uh -huh. I mean, the storylines don't make any sense. It is the corniest, most 90s thing ever. Do you know what I mean? Like, And it's so bad and for me like that sort of flavor of just like heightened high school reality is like what i love so much yeah it's like bizarro world high school life yeah, the idea that like these kids go hang out at the rec center every day, day every all day, day and that they leave to fight crime and who's worried about them no one the fact that there's like buildings being demolished and destroyed and then nothing happens never to the addressed city. nobody's never ever addressed. like Oh, you survived the tragedy. We were so worried because you disappeared and 10 buildings fell. <laughs> it's just perfect. Everything is perfect. Um, uh, is there anything like that nowadays that you think? Because like, when I think about it, I was trying to think of like, ooh, is there a more modern version of this camp? And it's like, you watch other, as you said, like heightened high school stuff, or as I say, the teens that I love or stuff with you. But like, right. like something like a Riverdale, uh, it's pretty heightened but it's also very dramatic right and it's meant to be, it's half serious and half camp and mm -hmm. like other stuff like that like uh 13 reasons why is supposed to be very serious um versus like uh, other stuff that's maybe uh, leans a little bit more into camp but i don't mm -hmm. think you have the same kind of camp quality is there no. anything that you guys can think of right now no that's i airy? think like um i think it's tough because so much of what makes Power Rangers so entertainingly campy was just out of 
lack of resources yeah. or talent or abilities. Yeah, I guess there's... <laughs> or budget, honestly. Or budget, like, yeah. Nowadays, that would be so unacceptable to have that play on a major network. Yeah. It's like, no, no way. Yeah, I guess it's like YouTube videos. I guess YouTube yeah. videos fill that void and just like, mm -hmm. like student-made YouTube videos. Honestly, the closest thing to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is like Mystery Science Theater, yeah. where you're dubbing over, or like just putting commentary to like recycled media. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what the Power Rangers is. Yeah, it's like they, it's not original, it's not original. It's a co it's like Japanese footage just repurposed for American audiences. It's a cobbling. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's all hodgepodge. Ooh, and if that isn't my comedic take, that's my comedic voice, hodgepodge. Yeah. Bad hodgepodge. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. Yeah. Um it, yes. Steve. Oh, just um I before we wrap up, I was I wanted to ask um your opinion on the movie, the the reboot movie, the recent ah, one. Yes. Um, well, it's not good. <laughs> and the reason why it's not good, it's because it's not what made Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fun or good. The budget was too high. Um, it took itself way too seriously. The thing that I did like about the movie was that the Rita Repulsa storyline felt a lot cooler. Mm. And Rita Repulsa in, in the reboot movie is was the Six Ranger. She was a Green Ranger. Ooh. And she was like a traitor way back in the day and sort of is and sort of like traded against uh, Zordon and trapped him in that like time loop. That sounds just interesting enough for me to read the Wikipedia synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what I'll say. Um what's her name? Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks. She's so good as Rita Repulsa. She's she's actually having the most fun. She like gets it and it's like campy but also a little like scary too. Um but no one else is getting the message and it's like it's like so it is trying to be like Riverdale mm. and it just does not work. The 1995 movie however, that's perfect. Because it's still using a lot of that oh. same footage and just it's just a continuation of the TV. It's no, all of that is original footage. Oh, okay. So that, My that's bad. yeah, cuz they were trying to transit it was the movie is straight up the baton pass between one season of the Japanese yes. series yes. to the other season okay. of yes. the Japanese. So they had to shoot everything on its own. However, the budget was bad. Mm -hmm. The graphics are really dated. Right. The writing is Terrible. They really don't know what to do with these people apart yeah. from just like having them, you know, throw up kicks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the actors are all the same. Right. So you, they're all terrible actors. Yeah. So it's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's like we've we've got to get from A to C. Yes. So just whatever the cheapest, easiest B that we can set up is. Yep. Just just a get movie. It, Great. You've got awesome. a day. Get it done. Actually, fun fact about the Power Rangers movie: Mariska Hardigay was supposed to be the villain in that movie, and she got edited out of the movie entirely. Oh my God. There's footage of, there's like images of her and she's like in this bathing suit. She looks really cool. But like this is before she did any anything. How do you edit out the whole villain and still have a movie? Well, they just plugged in another villain. Oh. <laughs> That's even worse. It's not even like you were just cut, oh, we ran out of time. It was, oh. Well, the dailies came back, and uh, we had to get some guide a robot suit yeah. to take over. What? And the replacement was a character named Ivan Ooze. It's ah! <laughs> almost as good as Master Vile. Almost, almost. Um, 
If you could bring back Mighty Morphin Power Rangers now, mm. like how would you do? Like, like you have a small budget, yeah. not enough money. <laughs> Love it. That's you, the way it should be done. You don't have enough resources. Uh-huh. Like, what any updates or changes that you would make to still keep the integrity of it, but with of the original, but yeah. without um, resulting in, like you said, like this sort of bigger budget. Nobody seems to get what the spirit of this is. I think it has to be sort of like. The goal of every episode is to get to the fighting as soon as possible and then to do the funniest, silliest fake fighting. Like, that to me is the show. Mm -hmm. That to me is the show. So it's just like two hours of that if you could. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with like barely, like, and then like sort of really play up the uh, stereotypes of like high school, like, um, tropes Mm -hmm. as the kids. Like, yeah, you have your geek, you have your pretty like all the same tropes but just ult, like super heightened and then just get to the fighting as soon as possible so you basically want to do breakfast club meets power <laughs> i Rangers. would love to do that yeah so it just ends up being like we're all one of them a red one a blue one a green a one a black one hey 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 Don't let's do oh that's the perfect mashup forget time warp <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's what I would do with a budget. I would edit. I would cobble together the Breakfast Club and Keel Ranger, <laughs> and make you would it just its get the thing. rights to the Breakfast Club, throw them into yep. the. I, you know yep. what? And I then, am not mad at that. And then movie. in some places, just dub over <laughs> Breakfast oh, Club scenes. Just to be, oh, of I course. have to go to the fight now. Fight. <laughs> 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 Yeah, money well spent. Yeah. I'm gonna start. I, I, I'm. This is the only time we're gonna have a Kickstarter. <laughs> Give Oscar money to do this. Oh my god. Uh, thank you so much for coming oh my on. Gosh, Why thank do you, you know that? I, I thank you so much for having me. I, I could talk about this for more than this amount of time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love when people come on and they're like, "Oh, I'm really into this." I suppose when they're like. I'm just, I, I like it. Yeah. And then, but then they get scared because I think they go like, oh, how much can I nerd out? And we're like, no, 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 we want Nerd you. out all the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But not, but not in a Doctor Who way, yeah. apparently. <laughs> Is that it? Are we done? Or uh, do we want to? Would you like to plug anything? Oh, yeah. That, cool. Yes, thank you. Um, uh, I uh, host, uh, I co-host three podcasts. Um, the first being This Is What Democracy Pod's Like. It's a character slash political podcast, and I host it with Kate Friedman and Billy Domino, and that's on um, that's on Forever Dog. And uh, I have another podcast called Inside the Disney Vault, co-hosted by Claire Logren and Rachel Chapman, and uh, we watch every single Disney animated movie in chronological order. Uh, and that's on the Campfire Media uh, thing. And then I also am... Uh, a co-host of Spanish Aki Presents on Earwolf, which is a Latinx uh, podcast, and it's really fun. And you can follow me on Instagram. Is that is that no? Keep going. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter on uh, at Ozymo O Z Z Y M O. And Great. that's it. I'm done talking. <laughs> follow him. Listen to those. And goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>